Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And this week, we're checking out the neo-noir thriller Perpetual Grace LTD on Epics. So stay tuned to the end to find out if BJ would make a good megachurch pastor. No, I would not. I would never. That's not my personality. I think if I were in it for the cash, as it seems Ben Kingsley's character might be, then I would be a better behind the scenes person. I'm a much better writer than I am public speaker. Gotcha. You would be operations, not the face of the church. I wouldn't want to explicitly be operations either because, you know, I don't want to be in any CFO, COO office when it inevitably gets taken down. So you're just offshore investor benefiting from this operation. Who occasionally sends a script over to make sure that people are still engaged. Okay, so you're just like a mysterious board member. Ooh, I like that. Except we got to get rid of board. I don't like that word. Lots of connection there. Strings that the SEC and FEC could pull on. I'm not interested. So what's your title? I don't have one. So Beach, how did you feel about this episode? For our listeners, this was another listener recommended episode. Because we have a ton, we're going to do some of them a little bit shorter in our try the pilot format. So Beach, do you want to talk about our try the pilot format and hop into this show? Sure. So try the pilot is actually a format we used to do way back before we rebooted our podcast. And really, it's all about us highlighting a show that we think is worth your time. And we're not going to go as in depth as we do with our normal episodes, but we really want to hit on those key points so you know why you should try the pilot episode. Dope. So let's get into it. Sure. So Perpetual Grace LTD, it's all about this character, James, played by Jimmy Simpson, and he is a grifter and used to be a firefighter. And he is now posing as a drug addict because he wants to get close to Pastor Byron Brown, paid by Ben Kingsley, because he found out from the pastor's son that the pastor is actually a shady character and has been involved in some not so Christian approved set of activities. And how did you feel about this pilot episode? Would you say it's worth our listeners' time? I definitely think so. I would say Epix is one of those underrated cable channels. One of the cool things that stood out to me about this show from the get-go is the cinematography. So they do a lot with different lighting. Sometimes it goes to black and white. There were some cool scenes where it was like dusk time with some sepia tones. And they're not afraid to hold the camera and let you just kind of soak in some of these more powerful scenes because the acting is really cool. There's one great character, Glenn Perdue. He's this young kid who works at a pawn shop and he has this awkwardness that doesn't necessarily make you uncomfortable, but it's really funny and amusing to see him interact with James. And I think the camera work where you just kind of see this very blank, stoic expression and James's frustration with things not going the way he wants was very entertaining. He also plays a similar character on Fresh Off the Boat, the kid does. He's very similar in that role where he's very stoic, but then he has these moments where when he does act out a bit, it's such a great payoff because you're waiting for him to snap a little. What did you think of Pastor Byron Brown and his wife? I actually loved his wife. So I figured the show would be centered around Ben Kingsley and 
definitely to a large extent it is. But Jackie Weaver as Lillian, his wife, is fantastic. I saw some feedback online that said that she looked like a hot White Walker. I have to co-sign that. And she's playing this character really well. And I'm most excited to see where she goes with it. The other character that I am a little obsessed with is Luis Guzman's Hector. He plays a sheriff who ultimately helps one of the cons that's happening on the show. And Luis Guzman, maybe because he's been pigeonholed into some of these crime-centric roles, he's really good at tugging at your heartstrings while playing a character who's doing a bad thing. Yes. And you discover in the show that he's not the best husband and father he could be. He's clearly not the best sheriff he could be because he is helping a con happen. But on some level, you still feel for him. And I think that's something that he specifically is very good at doing. Yes, he was very relatable. It was both amusing and sad seeing him try to interact with his two sons. Yes. So I thought that was really heartening. What did you think of Pastor Byron and Lillian's approach to rehab for James? I thought it was interesting that they brought in some of the classic elements of rehab. So one thing you and I discussed when we were watching is that James, they immediately had James exercising and developing Mm -hmm. a different routine outside of using. So they believe that he is addicted to drugs and they get him running, they get him stretching, they get him lifting heavy things. And a lot of rehabs actually employ this method of distracting you with a healthier routine from the routine that you've developed in your substance use issue. I also think that those scenes of Pastor Byron working out with James are so important to see that he's so much more than what we initially thought because he's painted by his son as this pastor who takes people's money and cons them, but that still doesn't necessarily make him dangerous. Like, I don't think some of the megachurch pastors of today necessarily scare me. The ones that have been known to steal a little money here and there from their congregations. Mm-hmm. But clearly there's something else going on with him. And you see that a little bit with the workout. So he's cursing a lot in the workout. He uses the F word a lot. And he also uses that as an opportunity to show that he's strong. So I thought it was a great development to see what's possible to come with Ben Kingsley, which we get a little taste of toward the end of the episode. Yeah. What also stood out to me about his character is kind of the two sides that he reveals to his wife and James about whether or not he wants to find his son. So at one point, James offers to help Mm. uh, both Ma and Pa find their son because he was saying, this is what I used to do. I used to look for people who are in debt. And so I'm good at finding people who don't want to be found. But at that time, they were saying like, oh, he's hopeless. Like he sucks the life out of us. We don't want him around. Well, Ma wanted him around, but the pastor, Pa, was uninterested in his return. Yeah. Well, he said that in front of her. But then he went to James privately and was like, you should look for my son. And so I'm really interested to see how the return of the son could affect the relationship between Ma and Pa. True, because he said it would mean a lot to Ma for her son to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that affects their dynamic to do that for her, to have this prodigal son return. Hmm. When he might not actually like his son. He literally said, my son sucks the energy out of me. I'm an old man. It takes me longer to get out of bed than it used to. And Ma, in her own form of protest, says, I get out of bed the same as I used to. Basically saying, speak for yourself. I want this kid back. I don't care what energy he sucks. I'm ready. Mm Mm-hmm. 
do you think we'll get anything exciting from these firefighter flashbacks? So I actually read a little bit ahead. Me too. I know. Well, you're king, spoiler. Don't even try me. (laughs) So I read a little bit ahead because I was so curious about those scenes of him being a firefighter in a past life. And some interesting cons come up, I'll just say. Okay. From firefighting and even astronauts. There's a lot that's about to happen. Yeah, the opening title sequence really confused us when we first saw just an astronaut floating around in space. And to peek behind the curtain, usually before BJ and I review a show, I'll read either the Wikipedia article or a quick review just so that we make sure that we have names straight and everything. So I learned about those future cons because I accidentally read a two paragraph review of episode five or six (laughs) instead of the pilot. And then I guess my last question, we know that this is a neo-noir thriller. We know that there's a lot of cons, dangerous people, criminal pasts. Do you think James is safe playing it so close to a shady character like the pastor? No. And that comes up immediately because I don't want to spoil anything for our listeners, but he thinks he's got the pastor won by the end of this episode, and it's clear he's far from it. Mm -hmm. There's many layers. Everyone is conning each other. It's all about seeing how many steps ahead is James and how many steps ahead of that is the pastor. We saw in the episode that James was reluctant to use violence and we'll see later that the pastor isn't as reluctant. Ooh. There's also a question of strengths and tolerance for violence that could set the difference between them. That could make a big difference. Yeah, if I'm willing to spill someone's blood or not, that's a huge difference. Versus gently tap them on the back of the head (laughs) until they get knocked out. Me too. I want the novelization of the January 2019 classic fishing thriller noir, Serenity. Well, call me Anne Hathaway in a blonde wig because you're in luck. This episode is brought to you by Audible, where you can find classic noirs like The Maltese Falcon and The Postman Always Rings Twice. Nice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. You'll get a free 30-day trial membership, be able to browse their awesome selection of audio programs, and pick a title to download free and start listening. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Happy listening! So let's go into our final ratings for Perpetual Grace LTD on Epics. I would give this show a would watch again casually. I would recommend to our listeners, if you have an Epic subscription, to check this show out. By casually, I mean, I don't think you can pop in and out of the show, but I would watch it weekly because I'm really Mm -hmm. curious about how this show develops. I'm hesitant to say seriously because I'm not so interested that I want to binge it. And I'm curious about how they'll be able to maintain this momentum of all of these different storylines careening towards some huge conclusion. I just Mm -hmm. don't know how they'll keep it up. And maybe they'll surprise me and I'll be binging episodes after this. But for right now, I would say casually. Would you tell listeners that it's worth an Epic's subscription? I think so. I would say it's worth subscribing and watching it seriously. Maybe an Epic's probably wouldn't like this. Wait until the season is over and then you can binge it in one month. Yep. Do one of those trials. I've done that with shows. Yeah. So it's 10 episodes. 
At the time of recording, they're halfway through the season right now. And if you already have an Epic subscription, I would recommend go ahead and catch up so then you can start watching it every week as it comes out. If you don't have a subscription, then it might be in your best interest to wait until the season's done and then just step in there and watch it all. That's what Issa Rae suggested people do with Insecure when they were nervous about paying for HBO. She was like, you can get a trial and knock out those episodes. I thought that was very real of her. Did HBO comment on that? I think they pushed her to instead do a code. And I think (laughs) they put the first episode, maybe the first couple episodes of Insecure available for free on HBO. That sounds like a... Something a cable network would do as a nice compromise. We'll give you a discount, but stay subscribed. So if you want to find more of our reviews, and if you want to hear more of our Try the Pilot recommendations, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send feedback, show suggestions, whether or not you like this shorter format for some of our in-between shows to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.